Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 10 of the Occasional Bugle podcast. I am Andy. And I'm Jonathan. Wow, that was... Was that loud? <laughs> no. <laughs> aggressive is what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. oh, my bones hurt. I feel that. Probably have arthritis. Anyway. <laughs> um... Let's let's get right into this news because we got some we got some interesting stuff to talk about. So first up, uh, Wandavision, Falcon, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, <laughs> and Loki are all set to resume filming in July. So excited! Very very happy to hear this. Um, I'm excited for all of these. I think I think probably most excited for Wandavision. If I had to pick, she. I'm excited for it, but I want Falcon and Winter Soldier more. Yeah, which, speaking of that, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier may receive a new title for Season 2. Yes, we briefly talked about this with each other. Yes. I um, I think it was stupid for them to go with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier anyway, but I guess it kind of makes sense because he's transitioning into Captain America. I don't know. I feel like that's just a lot of money wasted. Because you have to market all the stuff that says the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then you got to rebrand. I, th- I think people get it at this point, but I, I don't know. I th- I think the name is fine. I hope they don't get rid of the Winter Soldier name, because I think it's it's better than just calling him Bucky. And I don't like the White Wolf name. I feel like they're gonna they, maybe they'll just call him Bucky. I don't know. I'd I'd rather he just be the Winter Soldier, kind of go off and do his own things. Anyway, um, also in Disney Plus news, um, Evan Peters has maybe been cast in WandaVision. I feel like that's cool because it's probably, it leads to the whole multiverse of madness arc for, um, for WandaVision leading into Doctor Strange. But I think that's kind of like, it sucks for, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) I, I remember hearing rumors that they might bring him back though. Well, he was going to be brought back in Endgame. Was he? Yeah. Um, when Hawkeye goes back in time and find, get, brings back his kid's glove, uh-huh. he was origi- there was an alternate scene where he goes to Age of Ultron and brings Quicksilver with him. Well, that would have been helpful. I agree. But I guess that, that's kind of a game-breaking element. Yeah. Bringing someone back to life. Quote unquote. I mean, no one stays dead in these things. I mean, they should. <laughs> I feel like in the movies they are gonna stay dead. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like them playing with mortality like this. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if it's Evan Peters, like it's a little bit better because it's a different version of the character. But it's also it's not confirmed that he's gonna be Quicksilver, which Ooh. is how I took it. Like, I didn't immediately assume he was going to be his version of Quicksilver. See, that's how I saw it. And honestly, like, from what I saw, I almost prefer the Aaron Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson version, but, like, we just didn't get enough of it. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, he's a lot closer He's a lot closer to the comics than Evan Peters. What are you going to do? This is something we talked about a couple episodes back, but Daredevil will be back uh, at Marvel. At Marvel. Like, he wasn't already, but he will be back under Disney's... Production in November. So happy. I hope they stay with Charlie Cox. Yeah, he's... Like, he... 
he's exceptional as Daredevil. Um, there's no need to recast him, even if like, even if you do reboot the series, which I I think is a little unnecessary. But like, oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't need to recast anyone. Like you don't like even the supporting cast, like Kingpin, Karen, Foggy. Like they know everybody there is great. If they recast doing. Vincent D'Onofrio, I will be so upset. He grew on me a lot. I didn't. I, I, I wasn't crazy about him in the first season of Daredevil, but like by season three, he he'd really like. I felt grown into what that character should be, which I appreciate. It was. I think he just did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I was I t- earlier today. I was just rewatching that like that ending scene. Or have you seen Daredevil season? 3? Yeah, I'm all caught up on Marvel Netflix. Okay, because um. Like, like that ending scene where it's just him and Kingpin beating the shit out of each other. Amazing. I think that's one of the best episodes fan- of Daredevil. It's fantastic. And, like, it's... What's that storyline where he, like, makes a deal with the Kingpin? Is it Born Again? I couldn't tell you. I, I can't remember. I'm, I'm not caught up on my Daredevil. But, yeah, it's it's just really fantastic end to that season. Um, and it's re- it, it is something I really would like to see continued. Yeah, me too. I would love to. Honestly, I'd love to see all of them continued. I I, I think yeah, with Iron, like I know people are gonna be like, I don't want Iron Fist, but if they get better writers, yeah, and better fight choreographers, yeah, like then I think it'll be so much better. I think you don't need to give Iron Fist and Luke Cage their own separate shows. You can just do a Heroes for Hire show. I agree with you, but the only thing that I disagree with is that I think they both need one more season on their own to resolve because they both left on like interesting cliffhangers like partial cliffhangers like uh, Iron Fist is like traveling the world so I think it would be weird if he was just like a hero for hire um, and then Luke Cage is like a crime boss yeah this is assuming they're not rebooting yes if they're not rebooting and they're continuing then I think they both should get one more season and then go into Heroes for Hire. And then if they are going to reboot but just keep the same cast, yeah, I think they could just do Heroes for Hire. Which I think, like, of the two, Luke Cage, like, in these two iterations of the character, Luke Cage is definitely the stronger of the two. Yeah. So, like, Luke Cage can kind of pass without Iron Fist, but Iron Fist kind of needs someone to bounce off of. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially this version, where he's all, like, on his high horse and shit. Like, well, he got pretty he kinda... humble in uh, season two, I think, in my opinion. <laughs> that that was one thing I really liked about um, the Defenders. Everyone's just calling Iron Fist out on his bullshit. It's really great. Stick calls him a thundering dumbass. It's he was really just super great. naive. Yeah, and, I mean, like, obviously that guy's a good actor. So, there's, 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 there's more to be done with both of those characters, obviously. I just hope they kind of take the time to revamp them and give them some good yeah, writing. Yeah, I agree. Jessica Jones is phenomenal. I still yes. think season one was the best season. Yeah, I think... I, I didn't watch... How many seasons three. did she have? Her and Daredevil are the only I, ones I, got I, three. I only watched season one of Jessica Jones, but I think it's... It, it, it might not be my personal favorite, but it's one of the yeah. best. Like, it's... It, it definitely has the best villain. Yeah. Um, season two is alright. I think season two out of the three is the worst, but it's not bad. 
Yeah, I feel the same way about Punisher. Or, uh, not Punisher, uh, Daredevil. I think season two is kind of weak, except for the Punisher stuff. Yeah. Like, the, I, I don't care about the hand. <laughs> yeah, I never do well. I never really did. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing that bothered me about the Punisher series, is, like, <laughs> like at, at the end of Daredevil season two, you see he's, like, fully formed as the Punisher. Like, he gets the vest and shit. And then at the beginning of the first season of Punisher, he's burning everything. And he's like, I'm done being the Punisher. Yeah. He's like, fucking, do you want to show any of us? Yeah, <laughs> like, no. What you did in the meantime? He's like, I stopped all the crime. I don't know. And I know, like, the end of season two is, like, he's kind of back on it. Yeah. Like, he's even more Punisher Oh, my now. gosh. Yeah, the end was insane. I'm kind of sick of the trench coat. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Do, do something different. I'm fine um, with just the vest. And I think introducing him into... Like this more comic booky universe could be a way to get a more interesting look for him. Oh, I agree. Did I send you the fan art that someone did? Maybe you might have. Oh, there was some just really nice fan art, and it was like an MCU suit. Yeah, it was really cool. But um, I mean, technically the punishers in, punishers in the MCU, he drove the uh, the Pence trucks that ran over Sitwell yes, and yes. cop cars. <laughs> Yes, I, I enjoy that. I like that. They kind of confirm but that. If you look at it continuity-wise, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Because he wasn't established as the Punisher until like 2017. Yeah, I mean, the continuity is a little all over yes. the place. Like, it's certainly better than X-Men. <laughs> True. Which, my theory, going back to the whole Evan Peters thing, if he's coming over as Quicksilver, that could be their way of getting um the x-men in they could just take all the actors from that universe and bring them over yeah yeah they could because they honestly didn't get a fair swing and they all did a great job in my opinion i wouldn't i wouldn't know i haven't been able to sit through any of those movies <laughs> well you've seen apocalypse right in bits and pieces never like the whole way through well i mean uh what's her face married to joe jonas uh yeah. Sophie she's a good actress yeah, she is. Um, she is. Um, obviously, um, McAvoy and Fassbender. Oh my are, gosh, if they came back. They they kind of carry the whole thing. I agree. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is dead, so. Well, no, not the actress. Uh, Mystique is dead. Oh my god. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Um, what was I going to say? I they I hate that they <laughs> ditched the, like, the one time they gave them interesting costumes. Yes! At the end of Apocalypse, they all have their, like, full-on 90s my X-Men costumes. My biggest complaint of X-Men is that. Like, that is my biggest pet peeve. Cyclops had, like, the full-on Jim Lee look. Nightcrawlers was, like, straight out of the comic. Storm had the mohawk. So like, irritating. Was, like, that was that was, that was sick. <laughs> and, they, and then they just gave them... Like black pajamas, literal pajamas. Oh yeah, yeah. They they did. They gave them the um. The astonishing. Was it the Joss Whedon? Yeah, the Joss Whedon suits. Literal pajamas. Garbage suit. If you have the suits, just use them. <laughs> I don't know what happened in between that made those armored suits insufficient compared to literal sweatpants. And I was I'm a big fan of the um the first class suits. Those were nice. Like the. The blue and yellow kind of flight suits. Yeah. Those are cool. Uh, yeah, it's just weird that the this, the timelines are yeah. this. 
But, I mean, if you just bring them into the MCU, you can just kind of ignore all that. Yeah. And so. if they never cast a Wolverine, that just leaves the option for Hugh Jackman to come back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't know how much you can bank on Hugh Jackman. I know. It's sad. But I want like, him back. He's, he's, he's getting on. He'll be just fine. I know. Tom Hardy, though. Tom Hardy would be an exceptional Wolverine. And he's the right But height. he's Venom. That's the only issue. I don't care. <laughs> Let him play both. They're twin. Imagine. Um, anyway, uh, J.K. Simmons has confirmed that he will be back for multiple Spider-Man sequels. Woo-hoo! Which is obviously the best news in the world. Um, the greatest casting in any comic book oh, movie. Oh, 100%. In my opinion. Like, nobody completely nails it the way he does. Yeah. Like, you'll look at, like, a Chris Evans or a Henry Cavill, and you'll be like, yeah, they're doing a great job. Nobody comes close to J.K. Simmons. Like, so um, Perfect. Was it? And the, that he says multiple Spider-Man sequels, it shows that they could, that maybe he's now going to be at Marvel for a lot longer. Yeah, because I don't know. Do you remember me telling you about like the rumor where there's gonna be like nine spy like solo movies? Yeah, yeah. that's what I yeah. want. That's all I want. Yeah, I mean, if they can like pace that well, yeah, like go. For I was it. talking to my friends about it, and I, my one friend's reaction was like, "Oh my goodness, like that's so many!" And I was like, "Well, hear me out." Yeah, it's it's all about how you pace it. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, if you do like one every year, it's gonna be too much, and that's why I think like it's good that he is in the MCU because they have to do other characters and other movies. Meanwhile, like we would have had like four Spider-Man movies in six years. And obviously, you know, make sure the stories you're telling are. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. They just keep John Watts and he doesn't get yeah. bored of it. Yeah. 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 Or even like switch up the director for every three or that like, get a new set of eyes yeah. on it. Like keep John Watts as like a, consultant obviously because he kind of built this version of the character but he can even co-direct like to have the russos co-direct i'd love to see like a ryan johnson spider-man trilogy as long as he doesn't ruin spider-man well he did yes he did no he made the best ruins luke skywalker no he made him a more interesting character no all right agree to disagree my last thing is that ign kind of released this statement showing a list of DCEU movies, and yes. they are as followed. Wonder Woman 1984, obviously. Mm-hmm. The Suicide Squad. Shockingly, The Batman. Black Adam. Aquaman 2. Uh, the Flash, Green Lantern Corps, Batgirl, Shazam 2, The New Gods, and The Trench. Oh my gosh, I didn't see if The Trench made it. I didn't look at the list fully when I first saw it. The trench is in it. The trench is actually coming. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And also off of that, um I I heard from somewhere, I forget the source, but um HBO is interested in giving like full movie budgets to DC adaptations for HBO Max. Like like which is very cool like 
because you have you can have the movies for your big tentpole characters and then on hbo max you can kind of put the spotlight on some more minor characters like blue beetle booster gold something like yeah that. i like that a lot i think it's smart because then you can kind of keep up i keep up with marvel but like you can re- like you're already rebuilding because you failed yeah like that's just such a good way to like get back on track yeah i mean it is the disney plus model but like <laughs> you gotta do something fine, but... i'd rather them do the yeah. same exact thing but with different characters exactly absolutely but um then like do something different and fail again and finally the batman has officially been approved to continue filming in the uk nice so happy about this <laughs> yeah i want it to come as soon as possible um, yeah, I'm hoping we get some some new details soon. Maybe some new set photos. I'd really like to see more of that suit. That'd be dope. That'd be really dope. I'd like to see Paul Dano as the Riddler. I'd like to see Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Wasn't Jonah Hill playing the Riddler? Um, no. Oh. Was that just rumored? <laughs> yeah, that was that was rumored, but he wanted like ten million dollars. Oh, it. he got greedy. And I'm and I'm sorry, but Jonah Hill is not a ten million dollar name. That's fair. Like he's not Robert Downey Jr. That's very fair. Like, like I don't, I don't think Pattinson is getting that much. Oh, then why would he get more? That makes no sense. I don't, know, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Paul Dano is the Riddler, and that's perfect casting. I'm gonna look up what he looks like because I have no idea who that is. Yeah, he plays like a, a sniveling idiot in every movie, which is kind of perfect. Oh, I, uh, I don't know who this is. Yeah, he's he's really he's he's fantastic actor and he he did um an interview talking about it recently he was like like yeah this script like surprised me (laughs) like with how good it was so and paul paul dano rarely steps wrong in hollywood so i'm I'm very excited to see where this goes me too i really want them to do robin at some point i know like let's let's end the robin stigma Let's get him back on a movie. Yeah, I know. Like it would, because he's a great character. Exactly, and you, if you do it right, you can use multiple. Yeah, like you build your own stories with someone like that. Exactly. So, <sighs> so anyway, news of the Batman brings us into our topic for this week. We are talking all things Batman. So, so. The way I kind of planned this was we can kind of start off talking about villains because I think other than maybe Spider-Man, nobody has a rogues gallery better than Batman. I agree with that. Or even like on par. What about Superman? Um, no, no. I, but Lex Luthor. As I said it, I was like, he's got like what, Toy Man? <laughs> yeah, like Metallo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I think like... Just in terms of purely like iconic what about villains, the Batman. Black. No, he, they're not nearly as iconic. Like the uh, the only person that comes close is Spider Man. Okay. Fair. Um. So let's kind of run through some of like the biggest names. Obviously, there's the Joker. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, me either. I've heard um, of I think they made a shit movie about him last year. <laughs> that was what that was about. That movie looks so stupid. Yeah, if you ask me, it was just Taxi Driver again, but... I hope everyone knows that we're being sarcastic. I'm oh, not. really? You, you didn't like Joker? <laughs> no, not Interesting. really. 
I thought the movie, like, obviously the performance mm-hmm. is great, but the movie is fine. Okay, fair enough. There's nothing exceptional about the movie. Like, I, and I don't want to discredit the performance at all because it is, it is the whole movie. Right. But, I have to see it again. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's on HBO now, so I might give it a watch soon. If I care enough to. I feel like it's on Amazon. I, ju- I just, I just rewatched Shazam. Still holds up. Oh, I, I didn't watch it yet. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I, pl- I planned on like, anyway. rewatching it with my mom. I was like, do you want to watch that thing? She's like, I've seen it already. I was like, what? When? She watched it on her own. And I was like, oh. Anyway, Batman villains. Uh, the Penguin, my boy, my king. Good villain. Underrated. Um, yeah. I mean, in a weird way, yeah. Like, he's very, obviously, he's very well known, but like, I don't know. I, I I'm waiting. I think Colin Farrell, hopefully, delivers, but I want more of like the animated series Penguin, where he's like a gross, greasy crime boss who's kind of pretends to be high society. Right. I'd love to see the Iceberg Lounge in That'd live be really action. Cool. I I hope he has his shark, <laughs> like he does in the the Arkham games. I've never played. Yeah. Really? Yeah, when you when you go to the iceberg lounge, like it's com- it's completely frozen over, and he just has a shark swimming under the ice. That kind of jumps out and scares you every once in a while. Really um, yeah, that's a good way to intimidate people. Yeah, gets the job done. Definitely. Sure. Um, one of my personal favorites, um, Mister Freeze. Mm, very underrated as well. I think very sad. I think origin. Heart of Ice. The episode of the animated series, I mean, it won an Emmy. Did it really? It should. It did. It's just such such an exceptional, like, piece of Batman lore. Like, because before, before the animated series, Mr. Freeze was just, like, a guy with a freeze gun in a spacesuit. Like, he had no character. And then they made Heart of Ice, and that became the definitive version of Mr. Oh, Freeze. wow, I didn't know that. I, I, I just think the way he's written in that show is so, like, it's it's so mature, especially, like, even for its time. And, I don't know, I, I could talk about Heart of Ice for hours. <laughs> um, another exceptional animated series episode is Two-Face, part one and two. Is it because um, he has two faces? Uh, (laughs) 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 yeah um two-face is another another one of my personal favorites um very well done in the animated series very well done in the dark knight just a little maybe a little underutilized as a character but i think like performance wise aaron eckhart did a great job and we don't talk about the tommy lee jones one I, like, caught that movie once at the tail end, and I was like, I've never seen Tommy Lee Jones more goofy in my life. They just did, they just wanted to do Jack Nicholson Joker again. Yeah. (laughs) But they had to settle for Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face. Yeah, then he just became goofy, which was weird. Yeah, and, like, that whole design is so, like, it's split straight down the middle. Like, it looks like it's painted on. Probably was. No, really? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I That that, that look for Two-Face never really sat right with me. 
of course, another character in that movie, and when we were just talking about the Riddler. A lot of very different versions of him. Yeah. Like, the an- the, the, the 66 version was kind of like... He was, he was one of the darker characters on that show. Like, he was kind of the Joker of that show. For which show? The, the 60s Adam West. Really? I didn't know that. He, he was one of the darker characters, but he, he was kind of that crazy, like, over-the-top manic Riddler, which I'm, I'm not crazy about that version. Again, my favorite version is the animated series, where he's just kind of, like, very collected. I, I, I know a lot of people like the Arkham version. I, I find him so annoying, because he's just asking you to find his trophies every ten mm. minutes. You know which design know. was interesting? Um, you ever seen uh, the Batman? Yes. Yeah, he looks like um, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it was a, it was just like I liked that cartoon growing up, and then I saw it, and I was like, "That's what he looked like." I completely forgot that looks terrible. It, it, it kind of grew on me as I. Yeah, I agree. Like it grew on me, but like going back and watching it for like the first time in a while, I was like, "Oh." Yeah. Gosh, that's not normal for the Riddler. I'd love to. I, I might give that show a rewatch once I'm done with the animated series. I tried. I just couldn't get through it. I really like that version of Bruce Wayne. Oh, so did I. Yeah, love it. that. I feel that entire anyway. show is underrated. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's talk about comics. What What are some like comics you think? Like, what are the top comics you think of when you think Batman? Court of Owls. Yeah, yeah, I have that written here. Um, in terms of like a modern Batman story, that's that's a really strong one. It's kind of interesting to see Batman like on the back foot for once, because mm-hmm. there's this whole secret society that he just does not know about. Yeah, and like the way they kind of bring Dick Grayson into that is really interesting. See, I don't know the actual story because. I've only seen, like, the Batman versus Robin version of it. Right. Yeah, for, for those who don't know, The Court of Owls is a story where, um, basically there's this secret society, um, that's been in Gotham for, like, hundreds of years, I think. Yeah, yeah, literally. And they're, they're, like, the Illuminati of Gotham, like, they control everything. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Yeah, it's, like, a weird one-percenter cult. Um, yeah. Like... What was it? I know the premise of it, like you were saying, but like I don't know the whole thing with like Dick Grayson. So I think um, Dick Grayson, like one of Dick Grayson's ancestors, was um, or like his family had ties to the Court of Owls, and so it was kind of implied that like it was his destiny to become a Talon, which are like the the soldiers right. of the court. It's kind of interesting seeing the way he reacts to something like that, like that his family had ties to this. Interesting. Obviously, there's The Dark Knight Returns. That's what I was going to say as well. I mean, it's just really exceptional. And one of the better comic to movie adaptations. But, um, yeah, the way we get to see, like, an older Batman and the way he kind of has to deal with new villains. Like, like, he he has to deal with, like, the mutant leader, someone he's not really prepared for. But, like, it's it's interesting to see the way he kind of rallies and takes care of it in his yeah. way um peter weller is a great batman voice in that animated movie like really yeah, solid 
it's a really cool examination of his relationship with the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that bit in the, like the tunnel of life. That whole intro, not intro. That whole scene was crazy. It's really great. Yeah, it's like the like the Joker's like even worse than he used to be. Like he's just like this. The Joker wasn't. This is kind of a new introduction to mm-hmm. Batman. Because I think this is what eighty six it came was out. It really? It was, Isn't it still going? Well, they just they, they, there was a sequel, The Dark Knight Strikes Again, which is considered one of the worst Batman oh, stories. And um, there is Dark Knight Three: The Master Race. Who writes that again? That is uh, it, Frank, Frank Miller is involved. Frank, yeah, Frank Miller wrote the first two. Like and and illustrated all by himself. Um, I think Jim Lee did the art for the new one. Yeah, because he's old now, Frank Miller. Yeah, and he's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I would like to talk about a little bit later when we get to the weird Batman stuff oh, segment. Because yeah. I heard I was in a comic shop once, and then there were talk- two guys were talking about it, and like, yeah, like Frank Miller's apparently not doing too well, and they're trying to get like his ideas out while he still can. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, he's um he he like he's someone who wrote two of the most acclaimed Batman stories in The Dark Knight Returns and Year One. And he's also he also wrote The Dark Knight Strikes Again and another Batman story which I do wanna I'll get into a little bit later. <laughs> but it's it's got an interesting quote. Um I, I kind of talked about the killing joke last week. Um, it's it, it's a great story. It's less of a Batman story than it is a Joker story, I guess. Right. But it's it's still another interesting, like look into their relationship. One I like, Under the Red Hood. Yes, yes. Another one I think works better as a movie than it does as a comic. Like I I still do really like that comic, but um. It's it's the, the 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 comic feels a little bloated because they try to shoehorn in Mister Freeze, he who's in it very briefly. There's another like minor superhero character. Um, Superman and Green Arrow show up. Interesting. And it yeah, like the, to talk about like what happened to Jason. Um, so like for those who don't know, uh, the basic story of the Red Hood is um. In the 90s, the the second Robin, Jason Todd, was killed by the Joker. And then in the, I want to say, like, the early to mid-2000s, they wrote Under the Hood, which was a comic um, that basically brought Jason back as the Red Hood. Uh, like, an, who's kind of, he's kind of like the Punisher a little bit, which I guess is the closest comparison I can make. But, um, or the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Yeah. Because those stories are very similar. The Winter Soldier and yeah, Red Hood. Yeah, I'd agree. But yeah, it's, it's like... Because Jason Todd was a character who was not well-liked by audiences as Robin. Yeah, they the literally vote. There was a vote whether or not to kill him or keep yes. him alive. And people voted to kill him. And then they were shocked when it happened. Yeah. And it was like, you voted for it. Yeah, like famously. Like, the, the whole basis of Death of the Family... Um, was like you would call in 
to like a DC Comics um, like extension or whatever, and you would vote as to whether or not you wanted Jason Todd to die. I feel like it was just um, a bunch of people like, yeah, let's, let's uh, vote to kill him. Like, oh, yeah. it would be so funny if it happened. Then it happened like, oh, what did we do? Yeah, and then they brought him back in a really interesting way. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's, like, in the comic, it's really weird, because, like, he wasn't brought brought back by the Lazarus Pit. It was, um, Superboy Prime was, like, punched reality. punch. Or something. <laughs> Which is a little ridiculous. Yeah, so, I like the, uh, the, the newer li- version. The, yeah, the Lazarus Pit works. That was better. only recent. Yeah, that, that was, was, like, like original from the movie. The movie oh that. i thought okay i didn't know that yeah that's smart that's... which it works a lot better than superboy prime 100 percent. um i don't even know the context it was something with crisis and he was yeah, just sure like was. punch and then reality broke <laughs> um so yeah the, we can uh, do you want to talk about movies? We can, yeah, I feel like we definitely should. Um, we could start with like the the sixties, Adam West movie and series. Don't know a thing about them. They're they're really fun. Like, yeah, I think I've seen like an like episode. obviously they're they're very campy and ridiculous, but um, like they're 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 of the time and they're really they're still really fun to watch. Um, obviously, like, people still know Adam West is Batman today for a reason. Was, rest in peace, good man, um, mayor of, uh, mayor of Cohawk. I couldn't remember it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, like, they're, they're just really fun. Like, for, for a lighter version of Batman. And those kind of inspired, like, the, that whole 70s run on Batman, where he, it was a little campier, a little lighter, before the 80s and 90s took over, and... <laughs> beat it into submission yeah uh the burton movies what are your thoughts on the burton movies okay so one is with jack nicholson right there's yes. another one with danny devito i've yes. seen both of them and i enjoyed both of them i'm okay with them i i like batman 89 more than batman returns which one was 89 i think batman 89 is oh, okay. jack nicholson yeah um i think like, the whole idea was, like, oh, we should make Batman darker and grittier. But, like, when you watch those movies, they're they're as campy as the 60s in just a different I agree way. with that. Like, they're very, like, goofy. Yeah. But um, Jack Nicholson as Joker, I think, is still really great. Like, I think he does a really good job portraying a more comic booky Joker. I agree. I definitely agree. Batman Returns, I do not like. It's not even a Batman movie. It's just, like, a weird biopic about, like, this weird sewer dweller who tries to become the mayor. <laughs> See, though, whenever I think Penguin, though, I'm like, Danny DeVito. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I don't know, I just think, like, that version of the Penguin is really weird and gross. Oh, I agree. <laughs> and, like, at the end, like, when he dies, he, like, spits up black blood or yeah that was gross i remember that just just not uh what was it the 
It's interesting, though, because I, when I was thinking about the Batman before they were casting, I was like, who would make a good Penguin? I was like, oh, Danny DeVito, like, forgetting that he played him already. <laughs> and I asked mom, I was like, mom, Danny DeVito was a Penguin, right? And she's like, yeah. I was like, ah. Um, Billy D. Williams was Harvey Dent in those movies. Interesting. And there were plans to make him Two-Face. But they didn't. They didn't. They got Tommy Lee Jones for some reason. I don't know. Like, though, it, there's there's a very clear divide between the the Burton movies and the Schumacher mm-hmm. movies. The, the the Schumacher movies, I feel, they're very ridiculous, but they know exactly what they are. Like they're toy commercials. Joel Schumacher has said that they're toy commercials. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, like, obviously, I like I used to hate them because I was like Batman should be dark and edgy all the time, but like, this. It's a different Batman for a different time. Like it's if you go back and watch them, they're kind of fun. Like they're very, they're very ridiculous. I agree with that. But also, George Clooney is the only Batman, the only live-action Batman who hasn't killed anyone. Really, Val Kilmer has. If you watch um, Mr. Sunday movies on YouTube, he does a great Batman kill count video. Where um. He he just racks up every time Batman's killed someone in a movie. And he made a separate one just for Ben That's Affleck. really funny. Yeah, and then there's the Nolan movies, which obviously, fantastic. Eh. What? I didn't like Batman Begins. I felt it wasn't that great. I do. I, I really like Batman um, Begins. Going, my only complaint about The Dark Knight Rises, okay, first of all, Dark Knight's amazing. I will say that. I didn't see it. That was the last one I saw. I saw it in such a random order. I saw Dark Knight Rises first. Then I saw Batman Begins. And then I saw Dark Knight. What is wrong with you? Uh, well, okay. So I was part of this, like, club. And they we were having, like, a special screening of um, the Dark Knight Rises. So that's why I saw mm-hmm. that. And I was like too young, like I was too young to go see The Dark Knight when it came out, and Batman Begins because I was like under thirteen. Um, but so then Batman Begins was on Netflix, and that's when I watched that, and then I DVR'd Dark Knight. But um, I feel Dark Knight Rises. The com- my only complaint really with that because I don't really remember it. Um, the, there's the combat choreography is so wooden. And you look at movies that were coming out around the same time that had just much better fighting. Like Avengers. Avengers came out the same year and the fighting was like so good. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're very different. Movies. Oh, I agree. I was just saying for like the choreography of like combat. Like, I don't know. I just felt it was very stiff. Like Batman and Bane were both very stiff and wooden when they fought. And I'm like, they really like, like I felt peak combat was Ben Affleck. Yeah, I mean... Well, we can talk about that, but I've 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 explained my problems with that. Oh yeah, no, scene. yeah. But um, yeah, no, I think like the Dark Knight choreography. Obviously, it is a little stiff, but like it's there's an assumption that like these movies are kind of the real world. Yeah, that's fair. And like, it doesn't really fit if like you have him doing crazy like flips and shit like doing the like arkham combat like it doesn't really mm-hmm. that's work fair. and um 
I don't know. I, th- I think the Bane fight um, where he breaks his back is really solid. Like, because it, 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 it reminds me of the um, the Luke and Vader fight from Empire. Where he's just, Batman's on the back foot the entire time. Okay. Like, he's trying to throw all this shit at Bane. And Bane's just like, like, literally none of this will work. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I think Nolan did a good job of, like, creating kind of, like, really interesting versions of the villains, too. Like I like uh, his scarecrow appears in all three movies. I really Does he? like Killian. Yeah. He's he's one of the, he's like the one of the main villains in that Begins. I remember. He's um in the beginning of Rise or The Dark Knight. He's like selling I think he's selling gas to someone and like the the Batman copycats oh come in. And he's He's the judge in The Dark Knight Rises. Interesting how he got... Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. And I think, like... I think it, Nolan probably would have wanted Joker. Oh, 100%. For The Dark yeah. Knight Rises. But, I mean, it's cool that, like, you have this recurring character. Like, this recurring yeah, character. Yeah, I think that's dope. Because that, that feels like Batman. The idea that, like his villains are still out doing stuff. Yeah. Like, it gives you... It, it, it's great world building for these characters. Uh, um... Yeah, obviously, I mean, what else can we really say about the Joker? He's... I mean, he's exceptional. I really like Bane. Tom Hardy did a good job. I wish... Yeah, I wish we would get a more comic booky Bane at some point. Like, maybe in another set of Pattinson movies, give us, like, a proper, like, Venomed-out Bane. Who would you want to play him? I want, um, just get, like, some big bodybuilder for the body, but get Javier Bardem to do the voice. Because, obviously, Bane is somewhere, I, I don't know where, I think it's a fictional country in South America. But, like, Bane's not white. Porto Maltese, is that it? No. I know what you're talking about. It's an island, right? San- I know Santa the prison Prisca. is like... Santa Prisca, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Um, it's in Young Justice a lot. I was like, I know I know it. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would I would like to see that version of Bane. Like the one who's like an intellectual match for Batman and physically stronger. Right, yeah. But yeah, I, I really like that. I like that version of Rachel Ghoul too. Liam Neeson. I think he was an interesting casting choice. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I think it's Ken Ken Watanabe is like the fake Rachel Ghoul. I couldn't in the beginning, yeah. which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then uh, there's BVS. BVS. B. Uh, I. I <laughs> uh, we've we've I've talked this. Yes. Movie if you want to know our opinions, so go watch here. episode five. Episode yeah, five. Yeah. Shameless plug. Uh, just, just a deeply upsetting misunderstanding of who Batman is as a character. Um, I don't think the fight scenes make up for anything. I, I think they just prove my point more than anything. That's fair. I I still enjoy watching those fight scenes. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. I, I don't really enjoy seeing Batman splatter someone's brains against the wall. That's fair. See, like I said in that video too, I've never noticed him like the blood splat. So I just thought he was knocking oh, people out. Yeah. Um. So that's it really for movies. Um. Obviously, very excited to see where Matt Reeves takes it. Same here. I'm hoping. I'm mean, like. I'm getting the sense that he's gonna strike the balance between like a gritty real world Batman, but also that kind of cool comic book idea where you just have a bunch of villains right um I, this is a an, an early stages batman which i don't i never mind seeing mm-hmm. i pre- i prefer a young batman to a like dark knight returns batman right yeah i agree with that which i don't know i i mean casting casting a 45 year old man at the beginning of your franchise as one of your main players maybe not the greatest move Zack Snyder that's fair very fair and I I, like I'm I'm interested to read like the Ben Affleck script at some point if that's ever released but I feel like his movie would have been pretty good too yeah because like the direction it was going it was like he's locked in Arkham Asylum um, you get, like, more of Jared Leto's Joker, which I'm not crazy about, but... Um, and Deathstroke was gonna be... Don't, don't like, remind me that he was gonna be in it. I'm, I'm, like, heartbroken that that probably will, will never be seen again. I mean, I wouldn't... They could always just use him in a Batman sequel. Only if it's Joe. Yeah, sure. Only like, if it's Joe. <laughs> It's not that Deathstroke is not what I'm missing. I miss Joe Manganiello. Anyway, because we we got a decent um, Deathstroke uh, Titan. Yeah. I, 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 there was that cool like thirty second teaser promo, and that's like all I've really seen of him. Oh, you haven't cool. watched season two yet, dude. It's it's decent. I don't know. It's maybe decent. I'll maybe I'll give it a look soon. I mean, you got the time. <laughs> don't we all at this point? <sighs> Everything hurts. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, let's talk. We we can talk a little briefly about animation. I mean, we we went pretty in depth last week. That was week, too much. But, um... What is it? We had Batman Ninja, Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Every DC AMU movie for Batman is like four or five of them. Batman is just like, like as much as I love him, he's their cash cow. Yeah, and I mean, fair enough. He's the strongest character yeah. of them all. Like, in my. But at the same opinion. time, I feel like sometimes it's oversaturating. Yeah. 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 That I use that correctly, right? Um, yeah. I'm smart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Um, would you disagree with me in saying that the animated series is the definitive version of the Batman mythology? I've seen, like, one episode or two, because my cousins like it. I mean, if it helps, I've seen that version of Batman in both Justice League cartoons. Oh, he's leaving. Andrew has left. You can't see it, because... The camera's on me right now, but he just did a full 
circle around his chair, and he just put his headphones back on. He's very disappointed in me. <laughs> He's very upset. What are your thoughts on Batman Beyond? Amazing. Well, I, I don't know if you heard me saying it, but uh, I've seen that version of Batman in um, the Justice League cartoons, and I felt it was great. I felt that was like the epitome yeah. of Batman. Batman. Yeah. Um, Batman um, Beyond is like one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of grew up with Batman Beyond. Um, it's one of the like new interpretations of Batman that actually stuck and people seem mm-hmm. to really enjoy. Um, he had a really cool like set of all new villains, which I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. That, I liked that they were different. They weren't just like revamped versions. Yeah. I like that it's like an expansion of the animated series like it's that mm-hmm. future like i like seeing how that that gotham developed right i um, loved uh will like, friedel yeah 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 terry mcginnis um who's a really cool character yeah. i think like one like sometime soon if they wanted to do that live action you can set it in, like, the Burton universe. Bring back Michael Keaton. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Like, make make him the old Bruce Wayne. So, for, for those who don't know, Batman Beyond, it's set in the far future from Gotham City. Um, Bruce Wayne has given up being Batman. Because he's... He, he's, yeah, he's, like, 90. <laughs> um, and this kid, Terry McGinnis, kind of takes over... And they form a partnership, so Bruce is kind of like the Alfred. Yeah, because I'm dead. Except, except a lot meaner. Yeah. Um, Wait, have you seen the Justice League animated series episode about that? Yes. Isn't I that have, wild what he did? Yeah, which I don't, I don't really love that expansion. Yeah, I'm of not it. too thrilled with it either. So what I'm talking about is that Bruce like disseminated his Harry's mother. So. Terry is technically his son by blood. Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm not... I don't love that. You know, I think... I, I don't like the idea that he's destined to be Batman. I think I just like the idea that it's a pure coincidence that this guy stumbled upon all the Batman Yeah, shit. I agree. Um, I also thought it was interesting because the cartoon was made before Damian Wayne existed. And yeah. then in the comic, in the newer comic, they finally answered the question, like, he has Terry, what about Damien, where was he? And he is Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. That's cool. It's pretty much in every future where something happens, um, he, if he doesn't become Batman, he becomes the new Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. It's literally in yeah. every single thing. Or, like, he does something really terrible to keep being Batman. Yeah. Like he makes himself immortal or whatever. Which we can, I don't know. We can we can talk about Damien yeah. a little bit. Um. Well, I have a list of like some prominent voice actors for Batman. Um. Obviously, Kevin Conroy. Hundred percent. Top. For me. Excellent. He's not my personal personal favorite, but I would say he probably is the best. Mm-hmm. Um. Bruce Greenwood. I was gonna say he is in Under the Red Hood and Young Justice. They're the same. I knew I heard yeah. him. I knew I heard him when it, yeah. in Young Justice. I knew it. I was like, he, he's been yeah. in something else too. 
yeah, I I really like his Batman voice. Um, I think he kind of nails like the the raspiness, but not it's not as bad as Jason O'Mara's. Like Jason, Jason, don't talk I don't about like my Jason O'Mara's like at all. I don't know. I think he's just too weird and raspy and almost high pitched mm. in a weird way. I don't know. It, it's just it just sounds. You know who's is weird? Whoever voices uh. Batman the Brave and the Bold. Oh, I loved. I, I I had written here Diedrich Bader. I, I like it his. too, but I like his less than it, Jason Amara. But I think I think Diedrich Bader's works perfectly for. Oh, that I world. agree. It's that like that golden age Batman. Yeah, was it? He plays him in. I, I think he also does in the Harley Quinn show. I think he plays Batman. Yes. yes. Which I think is which is that funny cool. because. Batman the Brave and the Bold is very cartoony and very kid-oriented. Meanwhile, Harley Quinn is very, very adult. So yeah. I think it's interesting that he's done both of those. Yeah. Um, Peter Weller, we talked about before. Robocop. Really great Batman voice. Like, he kind of nails that older Bruce Wayne for The Dark Knight okay, Returns. I, was making, I, was sure, I, was like, I know we talked about it, but which one was it? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like whenever I reread The Dark Knight Returns, I I hear his voice. I love doing that. I love like assigning them <laughs> their voice acting. Yeah. Now we get to my personal favorite, which is Jeremy Sisto from Justice League the New Frontier. I think like he has like this really cool like soft but really creepy Batman voice. I don't know, I like, he, he kind of nails it for me. Like, obviously, Kevin Conroy has the, like, the epic superhero Batman voice, but, like, I don't know, there's there's this cool edge to Jeremy Sisto's, which I, I obviously, I, I said this last week, but Justice League The New Frontier is one of the best animated movies DC's put out. I have to watch it. Yeah. Um, Will Arnett from The Lego Batman. Surprisingly Excellent. great. Really great. <laughs> I love Lego Batman. I love. It. Did you see the Jimmy Kimmel skit? So yeah. it's Affleck and Cavill, and they're like arguing, and then I think Kimmel somehow is there, and then Will Arnett comes up and he like says he's like I'm the Batman, and then he's got the little Lego figure. He's like, come on, we deserve better, or something like that, and then he. Leaves with the uh, the figure. Jimmy Kimmel voiced Batman in the Teen Titans movie, the anim- the Teen Titans Go movie. That's awesome. <laughs> I think Nicolas Cage was Superman, which is really cool. That is cool, considering that he was almost Superman. Yeah, we we can do a Superman episode yeah. one of these days. I love Superman. Um, and finally, Roger Craig Smith from Arkham Origins. Which I'm I I don't love it just because he's doing a Kevin Conroy impression, because he's supposed to be like a younger version of the Kevin Conroy okay. Batman. Um, it's it's I don't know he he doesn't have he sounds like he's trying too hard. Okay, I I don't. There's something just a little off about it. Get, get, listen to a couple. Yeah, I've been, bits from I've been thinking about there. watching like um, cutscenes of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for a sequel to that game, though. 
because that's what WB Montreal has been working on for 20 years now and won't tell us anything about. <laughs> you okay um, over there? Uh, how are we doing on time? Just over an hour. Okay, cool. Um, let's talk a little bit about Elseworlds. Well, Thomas Wayne. Different. Number yeah. one. Yes, yeah, that's the first one I have written here. Uh, really cool version of Batman. It was basically the Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really I like him in the the Flashpoint animated movie. Obviously, he's great in the Flashpoint comic. Um, I, I'd like to see, if they were to ever adapt Flashpoint live action, I'd love to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan come back and do that, because he was Thomas Wayne in Batman Yeah, I would love that. I'd really like that a lot. Assuming they continue. Batman. Yeah, if the Batman is somehow <laughs> in that. Which they haven't outright said that it's not. I know, and that's why I'm so confused. Because how is also, that going to work? But also, I don't, I don't care if it is or isn't. Like as long as I get a good Batman movie, I don't care if it's. I agree. Anything. I mean, if anything, like, not to get into it, but like, if they do Flashpoint, that's when they he should be. Or you could have you could have the Batman take place after Flashpoint and just yeah, that's like that's what it, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um Injustice Batman. Yeah, Justice Batman. Yeah, he's he's basically just Batman. True, but then there's another Batman that comes in. It's Jason Todd. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. But he doesn't like um, take over for him. He's just like impersonating him. One of my personal favorites from Earth Three, Owlman. Ah, yes. Which we didn't we didn't talk about Crisis on Two Earths last week. Oh, I don't think I've seen. That. But. It's 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 really cool because it's it's the crime it's just Justice League versus the Crime okay. Syndicate, and I would love to see that in live action, um, with Owlman as like, just a crazy piece of shit, like his whole goal is like, he's he's a nihilist so like, he, because of the infinite universes in DC he's like, no choice ever matters so like. If I do one thing, there's just an alternate universe where I do the opposite thing. Interesting. So nothing really matters. And so he's like, the one thing I can do that matters is destroy all the universes. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's really... And um, it's James Woods does oh, the gosh. voice. And it's, it's really cool. How is it? He, he's just like a pure sociopath. He played someone... Oh, he played Lex Luthor in the Justice League action. Sorry. Yeah, really? it was. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That kind of works. Um. Uh, Red Sun. Yeah, oh, I love him with his little hat. They they just wanted to put Batman in the little Ushanka. <laughs> <laughs> Which I I of course, but that's also that's not Bruce Wayne. Fair. But... Like that's just that's just some lunatic. Not gonna lie, wasn't sure. I hadn't seen it. I kind of want to watch the movie. I I've been meaning to read the comic for the longest time. I feel like I'd prefer the comic, but anyway. DC's Batman. Um. Basically, Batman. DC. Which one? Oh, that's Marvel Zombies, but DC. Yes, right? and it's. Batman for a little bit. It's Bruce I've, heard, I've heard it's pretty good. Um, I've watched the comic story and episodes of it. It's pretty good. 
yeah, I might I might pick up a few issues yeah. and read it soon. Um, but it it's originally Bruce Wayne, then Damian Wayne gets it. It's not really an Elseworld, like. So it's just, it's funny though because he's just like a tiny Batman because he's still like fifteen. Um, one that I really enjoy is Batman versus the Predator. Interesting. Didn't know that it existed. It's, it's a really it's a really cool story. Um, like basically the Predator comes to Earth and he's like, I don't I don't I can't I I don't know if he's coming to hunt Batman or just Bruce Wayne or whatever, but, like, like Batman gets the shit kicked out of him because he's fighting right. a predator. So he kind of, he builds this crazy, one of my favorite mechanized bat suits, like, I think one of the coolest looking ones, and um, he gets a baseball bat and just beats the shit out of the predator. That's awesome. And, like, it ends with, like, a bunch of other predators, like, coming down to Earth, and they're, like, you were def- you were beaten in combat, so you have to commit like ritual suicide, oh and then they give they they give Batman the sword as like a trophy. That's crazy. It's insane and it's so good. Like it's it's an exceptional story. Like usually those like versus predator stories don't always they don't always hit. Batman versus predator hits the mark. Interesting. Um, there's Gotham by Gaslight. Which is Victorian Batman, which is really cool. Um, I haven't, uh, I've read bits and pieces, but I, I just think the concept of it is. Yeah, really I think cool. it's right. Doesn't he like hunt Jack the Ripper or something? Yeah, yeah, he does. Which, uh, yeah, that, that's that's fun. Um, I have like a bunch, but they all consist in the same thing. Yeah, write them off. Basically, every Batman from the Dark Multiverse that they introduce. Oh, the the Dark yeah. Knight's metal. Yeah, the the Batman who Batman laughs. who laughs what was that yes. one? Uh, Red Death. It's just Batman Doomsday, Batman Cyborg, Batman. Interesting, they didn't do one with him in Superman. I just realized that they did literally like every Justice League member from the main seven except for him. Well, I guess you could say mm. Doomsday. Yeah, Krypton. But I still think that's kind of wild. Let's all right. Let's talk about the weird stuff. Lego Batman. So <laughs> I love Lego. Oh, Batman. so do I. I it still doesn't. It's still bizarre. <laughs> um, All Star Batman, which is the other one of the other stories written by Frank Miller. I feel like I should know. I feel like I know what it is, but I can't. Oh man. Like, so this is like Batman, but he's a complete lunatic. Oh, wait! I've got one more Elseworld. What, I got one more it? Elseworld. The uh, the White Knight. Oh, that's um. Joker. Yeah, Joker like becomes sane. Jo- and yeah. in it, like Batman is just kind of like lost it. Um, a little bit, and like was it Dick? And Barbara go and help with the Gotham PD. They have every single Batmobile. They like steal it from Batman, give it to the police department. He's like, no, uh, whatever he, he, whatever name I forget what the Joker goes by. Um, but he's like, he's still the Joker, and like you guys are all falling for it. And he looks insane in it. 
and like they throw him in Arkham, it it, it gets crazy. But anyway, All Star Batman. So <laughs> this is this is the origin of the line where he says to Robin, "Are you retarded or something? Who the hell do you think I am? I'm the goddamn Batman." You can't see it, but my jaw dropped. <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is Frank Miller at his absolute craziest. Just to clarify, we were quoting I, that. I I am not. Yes, that was a quote. <laughs> um, it was. It's Frank Miller at his absolute oh, worst. God. What a guy. It, it's just him being like, what absolute nonsense can I get Jim Lee to draw? Oh, there's a, like all the other Justice League are like like they don't want to deal with Batman because he's just insane. Um, there's a bit where, like he like breaks into green lantern's room and he's painted himself yellow oh because the weakness was yellow at that point (laughs) it's just it's insane um yeah yeah this is this is bottom tier frank miller (laughs) um there's a more recent one commissioner gordon is batman Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was wild. He looked like a bunny. Yeah, um, Jim Gordon shaved his mustache and got a mohawk. <laughs> I mean, I, I I haven't read it, but I I, I think the look of that is what the cool. robot bunny. Yeah, it was very interesting. It just didn't remind me of bat. It literally reminded me of a robot bunny. Yeah, um, I think like the suit he has on underneath the. The robot suit is kind of cool, it. too. Like, the black and yellow. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, it doesn't have a cape, which I'm not in favor of, but... Um... Oh, wow, that's a dope suit he's got underneath. Yeah. That's so cool. I like that a lot. I've definitely seen it before. I just didn't realize it was him. Yeah, I feel like they kind of like to push the um, the robot suit more than yeah, anything. Yeah, which is a shame because the other, the regular suit's so much nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's there's my boy Azrael. Oh, with uh, John Paul Valley, right? Yeah, who's '90s extreme? Oh Batman. my gosh, yeah, flamethrower on the wrist. Like. During the the Nightfall storyline where Batman had his back broken, um, a guy named uh, Jean-Paul Valley took over as Batman, <laughs> but he was he's like been conditioned by like this weird secret society, and he basically becomes an extreme version of Batman. Yeah, it doesn't go well. It's very weird. It, that was like kind of that post death of Superman era, where they were like, "How extreme can we make everything?" Right. Yeah. Um. I know. I remember one of the original plans was, um, they could either like break Batman's back and go through a bunch of Batman, or they were considering, like, taking the ears off the bat suit and just calling him the Caped Crusader. That'd be interesting. No. Well, I mean, like. <laughs> The same way you have, like, U.S. agent for Captain America. Like, if you had, like... No, but this is Batman oh, doing mind. it. I see. Well, I guess you can <laughs> change it to, like... Not change it. You can, like, compare it to when Cap went to Nomad. But, like, people don't, like... 
When people think of Captain America, they don't think of no That's way. also true. <laughs> uh, um, was that time Batman was just a vampire? Like, for real? <laughs> Batman, Dracula, Red Rain? Um, yeah, he, he, like, <laughs> decapitates Alfred. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Some weird, weird shit. But apparently, I, I haven't read it, but apparently it's a really good story. So, I'm, I'm interested to read. But, um, and to top it all off, we have, of course, the 1970s hairy-chested love god Batman. Oh god. Which is, um... Anytime he fought Rachel Ghoul, he would like take his shirt and cape off but leave the mask on. And like he had just a big broad hairy chest. <laughs> Listeners, please look it up. It's it's something to behold. He look he looks like Fabio. Maybe I could like, put a graphic <laughs> of it in. Yeah. Please do. Yeah, if you're if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll you'll see it on screen. <laughs> um that 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 the hairy chested love god Batman, that was dubbed by Grant Morrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent, excellent Batman writer. Um, so out of out of everything we've talked about today, what what is your personal favorite take on Batman? Personal favorite? Yeah, I got to be honest, Young Justice. Okay. But yeah, I I can get behind the Bruce Greenwood voice. If he's just so good, and he's also like a jerk. Like, have you yeah. seen? Are you? Have you are you like caught up on it? Okay, then I won't spoil it for you. But he, season three is like he's very Batman. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it's got to be the the DC AU Batman from the animated series in Justice League. I think it's just like the perfect Conroy, version right? of that character. Yeah, right. Conroy. Um, he just nails every aspect of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, the animated series does a lot of really interesting stuff, like kind of taking apart who Batman is as a person, um, especially in like Mask of the Phantasm, which is still the best Batman movie. But, um, yeah, is there anything else you want to touch on? Um, not really. I mean, there's like one other Batman cartoon, but it's Beware the Batman. I never. That's like the CG. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but I think it just didn't get a. I think people yeah. were, I th- were one. I think people were mad because they canceled uh, Green Lantern, and Young Justice and replaced it with that in Teen Titans Go. So I think people yeah. were mad about that, but I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I I I'm not crazy about that animation style, but from what I understand, they did a lot of like lower tier villains, which I think is kind of interesting. yeah. They did uh, Professor Pig, who's a big one. Yeah, and, and like anarchy and yeah. stuff like that. Which, which I think really cool. I don't know if it was the same type of CG that they used for Green Lantern, but that would have been cool if they like crossed over. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So if we're done with the Batman, Jonathan, they can find us on us. Instagram at Occasional Bugle. Um, they can yes, also sir. you guys can also find us on YouTube now, where you can watch us talk. Yes. Finally. Um, except for the first couple episodes, because we never did video recordings for one through, I'm going to say, eight? Seven? Yeah. So those are just going to be pictures. 
um but youtube is just more accessible for some some people so we're on youtube now guys yeah. and we're working on yes, getting those there out. are two episodes as of this recording there are two episodes out episode three should be up by tomorrow like two days and then four five seven next week excellent excellent anyway until wait where next can they time. find you oh well if you feel like talking to me for some reason, you can find me at Big Goat on Campus on Twitter. All right. Um, and that's about it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, it has been a pleasure. Of course. Always appreciate it. Adios.